What's up, guys? It's uh, obviously the Vinny Rock Podcast. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to talk today about, but the last time I said that I would talk about uh, me being in the military and ranger school and how to prepare for going to combat. Uh, okay, but before that, obviously, we got our sponsors. We got several sponsors. I'm going to name them fast today. Uh, let's see. Beard.com. Go check out Beard.com. All the fucking needs you need for beards. Very simple. It's Beard.com. And they also have El Vato there. So if you want El Vato, go get El Vato. They sell it there. Or you can pronounce it El Vato, which means kind of like the dude, the bro. It's pretty fucking basic. Uh, also, don't forget uh, WarfighterTobacco.com. You know I love it. You know I smoke them. You guys go check them out. You can get them online. You can get them anywhere. WarfighterTobacco.com. If you're going to get fancy, get the Victory Cigar, If uh, the Victory Blend. If you're going to go, uh, you just want something nice, go with go with uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Garrison. You know, if you want to just, just grab some and go out there and hike with the boys, get some of the field. You know, there's all kinds of shit you can get. Go check out uh, Warfighter Tobacco. I love them. You should too. Fuck it. All right. That's pretty good, man. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, Combat Flags. They had a cool article about Combat Flags and what the guys are doing, what the guys are doing there. Um, check out Combat Flags. I'm going to I'm going to rep their freaking uh uh their their Instagram because uh, I think they're they're actually a really really cool cool company. Man, my Instagram is going crazy right now. I posted that video of a rat, and it's just its just ridiculous how many people are excited about this weird rat taking a shower. Um, oh, my God. I hate my phone. Fuck. So check out combat underscore flags. Uh, they have all kinds of flags for you. They have army. There's, there's, there's Marines. There's Navy. There's all these different styles. If you guys want them, go check them out. Combat flags. Willie Pete's chocolate. I'm actually talking with Willie Pete right now. We talked about doing, trying to trying to get some uh, hot sauce going. Kind of hard to do, but we're figuring it out. But Willie Pete's chocolate. Don't forget to check those out as well. Uh, you know, I have several other sponsors we can talk about, but uh, I think we're gonna just get to it. Uh, if you guys want to check out, you guys already know uh, Combat Flip Flops, those are my homeboys. I plan to do a lot more work with them here in the near future. They got some shoes in, so I'm hoping they send me a pair of 13s, size 13, hint, hint. Go check out Combat Flip Flops. Alright, here we go. So the last one I talked about, I talked about um, I did one with Will, I haven't had it edited yet. My sound guy is a solid motherfucker, uh, and uh, he just got into some shit. So uh, when he gets his shit cleared, he's gonna go ahead and and uh, go ahead and start helping me out a little bit more again. But the, the dude's a badass. My audio guy is probably uh, one of the best, bar none. And uh, Ryan, if you're out there, you know you're listening. I know you're listening. Uh, I love you, buddy, and thanks for all your help. But we're gonna go. We talked about. We talked about who the fuck do you want in your room, right? Who is going to be the one holding your hand? And, and that's, that's, that, that seemed to have striked a nerve with a lot of people. But, uh, you know, it's pretty genuine. It's pretty real. Um, and, and I was talking to my wife about this. There's people that don't give a fuck if they have anyone in the room. And that's fine too, right? If, if in your heart, you're just a fucking warrior, right? Your, your job is to... to to go to war, your job is to be a contractor, your job is to be a law enforcement officer with the special operations, whatever the case, you know, as well as I do, that that lifestyle is a, is a, 
is a lifestyle for for one person, and that's you. It is an addiction. It is something that it's hard to get out of our systems. And I'm not saying you're wrong or you're right. I'm just saying I know that life, and I chose to get away from it before I potentially was was living alone, right, with kids, with without kids or whatnot. And so that's kind of what that whole conversation was really about. You know, you make your choices in life. And then you choose in the end when you die, how do you want to do it? You know, for a long time, I used to want to live guns blazing and die by the way of the sword, if you will, uh, die by the, by, by bullets, guns blazing, a badass firefight and, and I get taken out. Right. But you know, sometimes, you know, that's, that's what I believed was going to be an honorable death. Uh, now, you know, I have a different, I'm in a different light in my life. I'm in a different time and I kind of want to do a little bit more before I die. I know it's happening. We're all going to die sometime, but I'm hoping to be able to accomplish a little bit more. Currently, my state of mind is I would love to continue to try and be a positive influence for the veteran community, not just veteran community, for law enforcement community, not just law enforcement community, for dads, for husbands, for for just big fucking Hispanic dudes, for guys with tattoos, for, for, for guys that are raising daughters, for guys that fucking have size 13 shoes, for fucking anyone, right? I just want to inspire motherfuckers to just do dope shit, right? To be a good dude and do dope shit. What is dope shit? Whatever the fuck you want it to be, right? Like, if you want to be the best fucking mechanic in the goddamn world, then fucking do it, right? If you want to be the best uh, public speaker, then do it. You want to be the best comedian, then do it. Whatever the fuck it is that you choose, your your lane, your 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 path, then fucking do it. Just be a badass and be good to people around you. Be the fucking dope-ass motherfucker that uh, everyone loves and fucking you can't say nothing bad about. And, uh, and, and if not, one of these days, we're going to have the gentleman's duel come into action and we're going to just start fucking up rude people. It'd be pretty badass. But I want to talk today about Ranger School. Kind of a cool story. Uh, I got plenty of time to say it because it's just me in here anyways. But Ranger School was a wild, wild time for me. Um, where do I start? So when I was originally trying to do the Ranger School thing, I had to, you know, pass a PT test. I went to two combat deployments first. I was a PFC. I was a private first class. And then I decided to, you know, I was able to, lucky enough in the Ranger Battalion, you have to compete for your positions in Ranger School. Uh, And I was, I passed my test. I passed my test good enough that I was, uh, you know, able to go to Ranger School in the next class. Uh, I actually failed the one right before it. I, um... I did a PT test in the Ranger Battalion. You had to score 90 percentiles of your, of the, I believe it's the 21 to 26 PT test. Uh, so that's 63 push-ups or 64, somewhere around there. And I remember my, my grader, for some reason, I had Sergeant Major Inman uh, become my grader at that fucking moment. And I'm doing my push-ups, and I feel like I'm doing them pretty solid. And, he, and he's telling me to slow down. He's like, slow down, wild man. You don't need to go that fast. And I'm thinking, like, oh, fuck yeah, I do. Because if I don't go this fast, I'm going to fucking burn out. And so I st- keep trying to do them, and he keeps yelling at me, slow down, wild man. As, I'm, as he's yelling at me, I'm getting nervous because I'm thinking, like, dude, I'm going to slow down, and I'm going to burn out. Well, I slowed down. And at that time, my push-ups, for some reason, were, were, were weak. They were they were always borderline, um, you know, 65, 67, 68, 69. I wasn't usually going anything over 75. So it was kind of this borderline era of, of push-ups, and I needed 63, I believe it was. And I remember, I'm at 61, and I'm shaking and baking like fucking no other. I knew I was at muscle failure, and I was fucked because I couldn't get those last two that I needed. And I was pushing and pushing, and by the time the time stopped, it ended. And my platoon sergeant was watching from the from from. He was actually my original grader before the sergeant major decided to step in and grade me. Uh, my my platoon sergeant, Sergeant Haney, goes, 
Vargas, you shouldn't have listened to him. You should have just kept doing your push-ups. I was counting them, right? And I'm thinking like, fuck, man. What am I going to do? PFC fucking Joe fucking nobody getting graded by the by the battalion sergeant major. Uh, very intimidating moment in my life, and I failed. So luckily, three months went by, and I ended up taking the next PT test, and I passed. And so off to ranger school we go. Off to ranger school we go as a PFC. So the first thing that happens with ranger battalion, they send you to pre-ranger. Pre-Ranger is a, I believe it's a two-week course. I can't remember completely, but I believe it's a two-week course uh, that you you go to, that the regiment puts on. There's pre-Ranger courses all over in the military, but the regiment makes you go to the regiment's version of the pre-Ranger course. And you show up there, and all it is is about training you how to be successful in Ranger school. They're making sure that all your prerequisites are solid. Your swim test, your your rucking, your your uh, land navigation skills, <clears throat> your... your uh, you're just ability to get fucked up and continue driving on. And so I remember we had the two instructors, uh, Sergeant Fader and Sergeant Young. And we call them the Fader Young Show. And those two were the fucking scariest bastards you've ever met in your life, right? They're, they're the NCOs and you look up to. You're like, damn, one day I want to be like these fucking tough guys. Fader was the angriest fucking dude I've ever seen. And, and, and Young was a very intelligent uh, ranger that was able to fuck with your head, uh, you know, and, and as well as physically being able to fucking smoke you, whether, whether it comes to PT, push-ups, sit-ups, fucking flutter kicks, it didn't fucking matter. The guy was a fucking monster. So I remember uh, getting through land navigation was one for me I, I wasn't afraid of. I've been to that course multiple times. I was pretty, pretty familiar with it. My big fear was getting those fucking banana spiders across my face while I'm walking at night. The fucking spiders there were so fucking giant in in Fort Benning, Georgia, that I remember. So our land nav course, you it was kind of like an early morning course, and it ended by like 10, 30, 11 o'clock or some shit. But you started early enough where the sun was still down. So about two hours of the five hours you were doing uh, the land navigation course, the sun was down. I refused to fucking go into those damn woods while the sun was down because I was like, you know what? I don't need to do it. I know this course so well. I did it in basic training. I did it in RIP, you know? And so now I'm like going in here and doing pre-ranger. I feel really confident. I'm going to sit down, fucking plot all my points, figure out a course of action. And once the sun comes up, then I'll fucking do the points. And I need to get, I believe you need to get five out of six. Something like that, right? So I sat there for about two hours just hiding in this little spot by myself, kind of chilling, mapping out everything, double-checking, triple-checking, getting my pace counts figured out, and then boom. As the sun starts to rise, I start sprinting my fucking ass off and get all six points. It's either five or six points, whatever the case. I get all six points, and I run back, and boom. Well, little did I know that a lot of the guys that were that were in the land nav course weren't so fucking confident as I was. And so me and one other guy are the only ones to complete the fucking land nav test two days in a row. And I did both days a very similar, similar way. You know, I did not want to fuck around at night. And so they gave us this, uh, all right, you two, since you guys passed both days, you guys go ahead and sleep in. And I was like, all right. And so they were fucking pissed because a lot of these rangers were fucking it all up or they passed one day and they decided to go ahead and fucking slack the next day. It was just, you know, one of those things just trying to get by. 
I remember getting woken up with a 240 Bravo above my head and Sergeant Fader pulling a fucking trigger down at a cyclic rate. Friggin' <laughs> waking us up, screaming, get the fuck up, you motherfuckers. And he's going nuts, right? And so... Everyone wakes up, and he points at me and my buddy Forsythe, and he says, you two, lay down. And we thought it was a joke. We're like, holy fuck, what do we do? Do we lay down or do we go? So we said, fuck it. We lay down. And we heard them to get uh, that. We heard the rest of the fucking platoon getting smoked for the rest of the fucking night. It was insane. I felt bad for those guys. Either way, so you get done with your fucking pre-ranger. Uh, pre-ranger, instead of losing weight, you tend to gain weight because uh, in the ranger, cadre likes to make you eat all your food and when i say all the food they're talking even the the greased filled bread at the bottom of the bacon and the sausages during breakfast yeah we had to eat every single item we could until one of us puked and luckily i've always had a very strong gag reflex if i shoved too much food down my throat i would fucking throw up immediately and so when it got to those points where we were tired of eating all the bullshit they were trying to feed us i would shove as much in my throat gag a few times and throw it all up and then we would be done. And it was an interesting, interesting fucking couple weeks of pre-Ranger. I was kind of shocked because I didn't really understand what Ranger School was really going to be about. And I got my first taste of it in pre-Ranger. Uh, we graduated pre-Ranger. Next day, we're headed to Ranger School. I remember that first day in doc, the, the in-briefing. We, all of us Rangers, are the only ones that have just finished a pre-Ranger course and are fucking smoked. We still have dirt in the back of our ears from fucking being in the field. We're tired as fuck. And then, boom, now we're starting ranger school. First day you have, I believe it's a PT test. Uh, you know, I got through that PT test. Luckily, it was a little scary because sometimes they're just not counting push-ups because they're just not counting push-ups. And then you go do all this other crap, right? So ranger school at first started out pretty cool for me. It was a kind of a weird thing, though. So And you got to Darby. One of the days, the platoon sergeant walks out, and he goes... Hey, what's going on? My name's Sergeant Campbell. I'm the platoon sergeant. And I was like, holy fuck. Sergeant Campbell was my fucking platoon sergeant in my first deployment. Sergeant Campbell um, ended up leaving the unit and going elsewhere. Uh, and so it was kind of a shock for me to run, randomly see him in ranger school and now running uh, Darby face in, in, in Benning. And so... As I see him, he goes, "Hey Vargas," and he and I, you know, he, he pulled me into his office, kind of had a one-on-one. He just, "How's everything?" And I was good. He was like, get, "You know, good luck out there, kick ass." You know, if you need something, let me know. I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." So I didn't know that he was going to be telling some of the other cadre about me. My first deployment with him, uh, again, my first fucking deployment, no combat experience. I remember our first mission. I'm fucking running right there with him. He asked for some backup. Uh, I was the first dude to jump to his side, and we started running up at this house with a bunch of fucking people in it, and fucking snatch up a few people and whatnot. And then the next mission, you know, we're you know we're doing all this crazy stuff, right? Like we fast roping us. But he said that I carried myself in a very mature manner. I was never, I never questioned him, and I just continued to fucking drive on. What a normal fucking Ranger Battalion private would do. You just fucking out of fear, you just follow all the fucking rules, and then you just kind of act like you've been there. He was the first person to tell me about combat. He said, "Are you nervous?" Uh, yeah, a little bit. He goes, well, don't worry about it. He goes, 90% of combat is going to combat. He goes, the other 10%, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll never really see combat. And there's only that 1% or something like 9% you won't see combat. And then that 1% will actually pull the trigger. And I was like, oh, okay. And so that kind of like made me calm, right? He's like, he was telling me combat's it, it, the way, you know, the way it is in Rainbow Town, like, you're going to go to combat and, and 
everybody in combat wants to see the worst day of their life, but they also don't want to see it, right? You want to have that story where it was the fucking scariest moment in your life, and then you also don't want that to actually happen because you know when that day happens, people get hurt or potentially dead. You know, and so he was just like, don't worry about it. You know, like, there's a small chance that we'll actually be getting into firefights, you know? Um, yeah, and so he's the cadre of Darby. My first fucking... I get through the, all the, the beginning phases, then we go into Darby, and we start doing my first patrol. My first patrol is only a platoon, right? No, no, it's a squad. One of the other rangers' name is Myers. He's in my squad. I'm doing my fucking checks. I'm making sure everyone's on three sixty security. We're just kind of sitting there in a fucking in a in a in a little kind of patrol base concept. And my uh, cadre was Sergeant May, a little redheaded dude. I believe he was from Kentucky. Um, he was like, man. Sergeant Campbell said a lot of good stuff about you, Ranger. I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, thanks, Sergeant. And he goes, yeah, he said a lot of good stuff. So you better get your, you better keep your head right and you better kick ass. I'm like, yeah, Roger that, Sergeant. You know. And then all of a sudden, he goes off to go talk to another cadre. I'm sitting there in my patrol base, and then fucking Myers, my boy Myers, Ranger, another Ranger buddy out of fucking, I believe his first bat at the time, gets stung by like two fucking bees. Not a big deal. But when you're allergic to fucking bees, it's a big fucking deal. And so then he's kind of whispering to me. He's like, Vargas, I just got stung by bees. And I was like, okay. He goes, I'm allergic. And I was like, holy fuck. So then I fucking snatched this dude up and we start fucking running to Sarmay. And I'm screaming, Sarmay, Sarmay, he got stung by bees and he's allergic to bees. He goes, oh shit, all right, Ranger. And he calls the medic. Medic throws him in the back of the truck. Boom. I, haven't seen, I didn't see Myers for the rest of that day. So fucking, then he comes back to me, he goes, that's a major plus, Ranger, good job, way to, way to take care of your Ranger buddy, I'm like, major plus, okay, cool, so in Ranger Battalion, in Ranger School, they, they give you these major pluses and major minuses for good and bad, you know, they give you a minor or, or for good or a minor bad, right, so you want more major pluses than, than you, you want uh, major minuses, too many major minuses, you'll get recycled or kicked out of the course, so this is in Darby phase, right? So I, I here's if you want, how, how do you get through Ranger School? You, you have to have solid fucking backup, right? Your boys to the left and right have to really square you away. You're going to get a patrol. You hope your team leaders are on point and keep everyone else awake while you're fucking sitting there trying to manage the machine, right? And so you really have to depend on your guys. They say your battle buddy earns your Ranger tab. And I believe that. I believe like like I didn't earn my Ranger tab. You know, I probably helped earn my buddies' Ranger tabs while they helped me earn mine. And in doing so, I was picked as a team leader quite a bit because they knew I was pretty serious about getting mine. The better I took care of them, the better they took care of me. It was just kind of this code of just be a good motherfucker and don't fuck anyone over. And you should be able to get your Rangers tab, right? But there's definitely guys that show their weaknesses in times uh, of of hardship. If you're tired and hungry. People's true characters come out, right? I've seen a chaplain, I told you before, I've seen a chaplain be a chow thief. Like, that's fucking insane, right? Dudes, you'll know, like, if someone's a good character person, if in the fucking time when it's hard as fuck, they keep that same character. Like, that's a solid dude. And then there's guys who are fucking tired and hungry, and they turn into complete assholes, where they'll steal chow, where they'll fucking sleep past their fucking time when it comes to doing a, uh, like, a, a fire guard, Right, things like that. Those are fucking shitty people that kind of follow the rules because it's fucking hard. Right, when when they get tired and sleepy and hungry, they start fucking trying to cut corners and fuck everyone else. And when you have that, you know, those are the guys that get end up getting peered out. So boom, we get out of fucking Darby phase. Uh, everything was good. I fucking um, I passed um, 
with like a, you know, whatever they do, all the peer vowels. I got, I had pretty high peer vowels, you know, and, and you kind of rate your team from one to 10, one being the, the, the worst, 10 being the best or some shit like that. When you start doing peer vowels and I peered pretty high. Why? Because I carried a lot of weight. I carried a lot of the weight that no one wanted to carry. I, I helped out my buddies when they needed a team leader. I was the one who was stood up and fucking made sure that the other guys that left and right weren't fucking falling asleep on their patrol. And I was just a fucking good dude. I wasn't just a dick, right? You just fucking go out there and do your thing and worry about you and take care of take care of your business. So we get into mountains phase. Get through the the first couple of weeks of mountain phase is fucking uh, knots, right? You do the 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 rappels and knots. You're rappelling down the hill and you're doing knots. I found a walnut tree and so I fucking stole a bunch of walnuts and put them in my backpack. Is that proper? Fuck no. I think it's fucking. Also, I think it's kind of smart. You know, it's kind of survival. I found it out there in nature. I feel like I, I could have that as much as anyone else. And so I stole that motherfucker. Here's where it gets really weird. On the first patrol in mountains phase, I fell down a cliff. It was like a, it was like a, it was just a steep cliff on the side of a mountain about 10 feet. What stopped me from falling further was the rucksack. My rucksack caught a limb or, or, or a trunk or whatnot, a tree trunk and stopped me. And it stopped me like it, it fucking stopped me quick. Like as I fell, I hit it and then boom, I just felt my, it almost felt like a, like a car accident. And like I stopped so fucking fast and I was like, holy shit. And they're like, you good Rangers? Like, yeah. And so everyone helps me back up onto the trail. And the reason I fell off this fucking trail cause I was tired as fucking, I think I fell asleep while walking very common to do. And I fell. And so when I fell, the, the my neck kind of got tweaked. And I was like, damn, what the hell? That sucks. So the rest of this patrol, I'm walking and I'm really uncomfortable. I'm adjusting my rucksack straps. It's, it's rubbing my back. It's rubbing my shoulders. It's just a fucking pain in the ass. And then the next morning, I wake up. And I'm trying to put on my shirt. And I even tell my, my ranger buddy, his name was Smallwood. I said, Smallwood. I was like, dude, I don't feel good. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I think, I, I think I'm getting sick. And he, he, I thought I was getting the flu or something. I just felt different. He goes, you good? I was like, yeah. And I started to put on my shirt and realized my arm, my right arm was dead. What happened when I got caught up in that tree was the rucksack strap caused a lot of pressure on my trap area. And it gave me what they call is a rucksack palsy and also known as brachial plexus nerve damage. I severed the nerve on that fall and it pretty much killed that arm. The only thing I could do with the hand was close the hand. I can close the hand, but I couldn't lift it up. I couldn't move it to the side. I couldn't do anything else but close the hand. And so I told him, I was like, holy shit, my arm doesn't fucking work. Like, it was all numb. It was numb. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, dude, it fucking doesn't work. He said, like, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. And like, if I go to the medics, I'm going to get recycled. I ain't trying to get fucking recycled in ranger school. I'm not trying to get kicked out of ranger battalion because if you get kicked out of ranger school, you get kicked out of ranger battalion. So we uh, we tied some 550 core to it and we fucking rucked it up and he helped me put my ruck on and my shirt on and we fucking continued on. And then I had another ranger buddy named uh, Adam Beg. Beg is a is, is a is a ranger buddy of mine from Psychobat, same same company and everything, same platoon. Um, he was there with me. We met up in Mountains Phase, and I told him I was like, "Dude, my arm is fucking jacked up, man, and I can't fucking do anything with it." And he goes, "All right, cool, cool." So some of the guys knew. It's the guys that I trusted. If you know in Ranger School, before you start a patrol, they usually start with Artie Sims. And they'll throw some Artie Simulators out there and you should kind of get your fucking, uh, you give your fucking distance direction description or whatnot. You run to the nearest fucking train feature or some shit, right? And you go like, 12 o'clock, the intermeters, and you start fucking running and shit. All right, and so as you're running, like as you go down to fucking cover up for that, you, my rucksack falls off. 
And then I have to fucking grab it and stand up and start running like everyone else, but I can't get the rucksack strap on because the arm doesn't fucking work. So my Raider buddies are putting that shit on my fucking shoulder for me, and we're strapping it down, and we even created this little tie with 550 cord to tie my rucksack straps together so that it doesn't just pop off my shoulder that's not working. So we're doing everything we can, and then at one point, I fucking trip and fall into my face first into some mud. My rucksack pinned me into the water and mud, and I was stuck there, and I'm kicking my feet, kicking my feet, but the arm doesn't have enough strength to fucking get this damn rucksack off me, and I can't do like a push-up or anything, I'm trying to roll and everything, and I swear to you, I thought, this is how I'm going to die, I'm suffocating right now, my face in fucking mud, and out of nowhere, I get like bull, bull, bull rushed, and beg, he hits me and rolls me over, he goes, holy fuck, Marcus, you about died, and I told him, I fucking know, and I'm screaming like, what the fuck is wrong with you people, you didn't see me, I'm fucking drowning here, with my head in some fucking mud, and I was like, holy shit, so big, save my, save my ass there, that's one time he saved me, there's multiple times, and another time, fucking, we get through fucking mountains phase, and we're fucking, like, just blessed to get through mountains phase with this fucking stupid arm, um, <clears throat> we get into Florida phase, and we're doing the zodiacs, before we're doing zodiacs, we're doing swamp movement, so we're walking in swamps, so the water's like up to your nipples, and you're fucking walking, and I, I just, I don't know why, I put my ID card in my cargo pocket, and I never button my cargo pocket, so my ID card, my ear pro, my, my glasses, everything's floating, and Big finds my ID card and brings it back to me, so that's save number two. The next time, we're fucking in a Zodiac, and we're fucking going down the fucking river, and uh, and the coccyx is trying to fucking steer, the team is doing everything they can to help the coccyx steer the boat, but we're doing fucking circles, right? We're spinning like fucking out of control, and, and the R.I.'s like, what the fuck are you doing, Range? You better fix this shit right now, and he's trying, and as he's spinning, there's this fucking big-ass twig, I'm talking a branch, sticking out of the water, Everyone was able to avoid it, but my fucking one dead arm couldn't push it out of the way. So what it ended up doing was hitting me in the chest, snatching my fucking top with it, and pulling me out of the Zodiac. Remember, I did ranger school in winter class. So it was December, probably around 7th, and I got pulled out of the Zodiac into the water, and who grabbed my fucking boots? Bag. Grabbed my fucking boots and kept me fucking onto at least a part of my body on the boat while I'm fucking flopping down the river on the outside of the boat. The RIC goes, holy shit, ranger, you all right and i'm good takes me out and i'm fucking freezing my fucking dick off now so now there's an issue here where i might have hypothermia so then the r i know is that it was fucking the coccyx had a fucking issue the coccyx gets a fucking major minus i fucking get a major plus because i didn't fucking bitch about it boom i'm standing in front of a fire let me go back one time then there was a morning where i decided i had to go take a shit so i left my fucking i, I left all my shit down there i grabbed my gun w- took it with me and went and took a shit i came back by the time i got back they checked everyone's guns and they gave everyone major minuses me I didn't get a major minus because I was fucking gone. I was taking a shit. I kept getting these major pluses and kept missing all the major minuses by fucking chance. It was this, this the worst time of my life because my arm was fucking dead and I'm trying to get through a course. But the best time of my life because it was fucking hilarious to watch. Like I kept getting the fucking these major pluses while everyone kept getting major minuses. So one of the patrols, one of my buddies, I wouldn't even say a buddy. He was one of the officers that was in my fucking group. He was a PL. He fell asleep. And when he fell asleep, I kicked him in the fucking ribs. I kind of picked him up halfway and slammed him down. I said, you fucking piece of shit. Wait the fuck up. And when I did that, the R.I. said, hey, what are you kicking him for? And I was like, sir, he fell asleep, so I just kicked him to wake him up. And he goes, fuck yeah, good shit, Ranger. Here's a major plus. And I got another fucking major plus. So I'm over here stacking up these fucking major pluses for who knows fucking why. Just fucking weird reasons. I'm missing all the major minuses. And, fucking, and I'm getting through this fucking course somehow with one fucking arm. And it was, it was just a fucking weird, weird deal. 
And so here comes, we, we get through fucking Florida phase and we're about to graduate. And they say, hey, hey Ranger Vargas. And I was like, yes, yeah. so you have the highest peer points out of all the people in our in, in the class, right? In that class, it was class 0206. So you have the highest peer evaluations and you have no major minuses. And about I think it was like four or five major pluses at that time. I was like, okay. He was just by these numbers, you're going to get the Distinguished Honor Graduate Award. And I was like, what's that? And they call it the William Darby Award. So yeah, some fucking how. Somehow, my buddies who fucking carried me the whole way, who put my rucksack on me, who got me dressed, who saved me from drowning not once but twice, the guys who are actually the ones who did the real work, I just kept my mouth shut and kept trying to truck through it because I didn't want to quit. They were they didn't get acknowledged, right? Somehow, I got the fucking William O'Darby Award. And if anyone else has been to Range Group, you guys know. That fucking tab is not yours. Your your buddies, your battle buddies are the ones who've earned that shit for you. And it was just a fucking weird, weird, surreal feeling to know that like somehow, just by the fucking graces of God, I uh I got distinguished honor graduate of Ranger School. And uh, I, I don't think I deserved it. It's just uh, one of those things that uh it's just timing is fucking weird. Another cool, cool thing, caveat to that, I graduated December sixteenth, two thousand Five, graduated December sixteenth, two thousand five. Yep, December sixteenth, two thousand five. Uh, one of my very close friends, Devin Devin Pregero, died December sixteenth, two thousand four. Um, he died in training, and I don't talk about him often. I wanted to do an article about him. I'm probably gonna write about him soon. But Devin was a buddy of mine from basic training, and then went to airborne. Me and him were right next to each other in Airborne, and we did our best to fucking get smoked all day long because we knew that Ranger Ranger indoctrinal program was coming up, and we wanted to be sure we were in shape. And so you got Pagero Vargas in, in, the, in the lineup of alphabetical order. Uh, we were in the same platoon, and so we would talk shit all day long. We would laugh. We would joke. We would They would try and give us push-ups. We'd tell them, you can't smoke a rock, Sergeant. You can't smoke a rock. And we had several people tell us that we were never going to make it as Rangers because we were undisciplined. Little did they know it was all part of the plan. We didn't give a fuck about Airborne. What we wanted to do was make sure that we were physically in shape for when we got to Ranger Baton. Our first weekend uh, before we got there, they smoked us a little bit, and then they told they did it. They they checked our bags and everything, and then what they ended up doing was releasing us for the weekend. Come Monday was going to be the PT test to get into Ranger Induction Program. <clears throat> we decided to go out and have a few beers at the time. Um, you know, I was on the phone calling my family. Devin was on the phone calling his family. We brought another guy with us. His name was Bloody. We brought him with us, and um, as we were kind of on the phone, there were some girls there, and he tries to talk to them. He kind of turns around and says, hey, girls. He goes, I think he's from, he's from like Boston or something. I remember he goes, he goes, you guys, he goes, you have a party with some rangers? Something like that, right? And when he said that, I was on the phone, I looked at him, don't fucking don't don't fucking say you're doing this right, and I hear him. He goes, "You have a party with rangers," <clears throat> and some fucking dude turns around and goes, "You guys are rangers?" And he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "What company are you in?" He goes, "Third Battalion. We're in Delta Company." He goes, "Oh, that's fucking cute." There is no Delta Company. And he fucking punches bloody. He fucking rocks this motherfucker. And so as we're fucking getting scuffled up, I fucking put the phone away and I grab bloody and I grab Devin and we fucking run. We run our asses off all the way down the street. We have MPs coming and everything and fucking we jump into the back of a truck and we sit there and hide. 
And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck, bloody? Like, you're an idiot. Why the fuck would you say some stupid ass shit like that, you dumb? He goes, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know what to fucking say. Obviously, he didn't have skills with the ladies or else he wouldn't have been a fucking douche when he said that. But either way, we fucking got through that day. We show up Monday for the PT test and they ask for everyone's ID card. Everyone pulls out their ID card besides Devin. And we, we thought what happened was Devin believed that he lost his ID card at the bar that night and the truth have it he had it he had it lost in his pants he just it was in a pant pocket that he just fucking found later on down the road but since he lost it they kind of knew Devin was one of they've heard the story that story continues I swear in Ranger Battalion they talk about that story all the time um he got recycled I went on and got through RIP got to Ranger Battalion did a deployment I got back and there was Devin and we fucking rekindled our friendship, man. It was exciting to see him there, and he 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 persevered and got through it. He recycled. He went back to rip, and then he did. He failed another five mile run, recycled, and did it. And so this guy had no quit in him. He he decided he wanted to be a ranger, and he fucking finally became a fucking ranger. And then on one of his first live fire events, uh, we were doing a, a live fire event in in Tacoma, and it's called Regensburg, and it's a wood building. Straight away, it's just kind of one one room to one room to one room. You're entering, clearing, and a live fire. Um, whatever happened that night, whoever was in charge of the, you know, the the officer in charge and the NCO in charge, um, for some reason, uh, wasn't doing their due diligence and paying attention to the targets and where they were laying and where they were getting shot and picked up and moved. Um, at one point, Devin was pulling security on a window. And uh, someone shot a target that went through a hot wall, meaning it went through a wall that was penetrable and uh, hit him in, in the throat. Uh, Devin died on his way to the hospital that night. And uh, that was December 16, 2004. And it was just one of those ugly feelings you feel as a friend, you know, to know that your buddy who, who fought like hell to, to get to Ranger Battalion, but also knowing like he died doing what he loved and at the same time when you're training with live fire when you're when you're training hard as the ranger battalion does and you push the limits why because war is is ugly and you need to put your best foot forward at all times there will be mistakes made at times you know and that and that's part of the game that's part of what we do that's part of the business we're in you know, there's there's been tons and tons and tons of training accidents throughout, not just Ranger Battalions, but but military and law enforcement, firefighting, everything. Uh, and and all you can do from those mistakes, you do your best to mitigate them in the first place. But then when they do happen, when a, a full catastrophic event happens, you take note of it and you do everything you can for, to never see that kind of incident happen again. Very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Uh, his family are very solid people. Um, Devin was an amazing, solid young dude and uh i don't know how i got onto this but it was it was an honor graduating a year from the date that he passed away and earn our ranger tab for each other so Devin, you know this um that ranger tab i earned that day my buddy said left and right helped me earn that but it was all earned and it was and, and it's all in debt to you bud i love you